Hello and welcome to the Project Goddess podcast where we help women harness the power of their feminine energy to step into the radiant, confident, healthy, and self-assured woman that they were born to be. We talk spirituality, self-worth, health, energy, and love. Welcome. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Cherry. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm just lovely. Thank you for asking. Wonderful. How has your week been? Well, um, the kids have been sick, so it's a little, it's been slower than usual, but in a good way, you know, being able to sit down with them and actually cuddle because they normally don't like to cuddle with me anymore. So that's okay. I like it. I took it. When they're sick, they want to cuddle? Yeah. (laughs) I'm such a cuddler. Can you tell? Touch is totes my first love language. Oh, it's, it's, I think it's my second. Yeah, it's my second. Mine's totally words. Words is my Mm -hmm. first. Mhm. Oh yeah. My cat loves to cuddle when she's sick. Oh. <laughs> all three of mine jump up like during our multiple video sessions every time. So yeah, my cat. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, so um, yeah. We're talking about feminine energy today. Today's since our podcast is the main focus is feminine energy. We figured we might as well talk about feminine energy, what it is, why it's helpful, and why we both feel passionate about helping women tap into that because it's such an important aspect of getting all that, um, you know, feeling like you're worthy, you're good enough, feeling confident, kind of getting at your true self to live the life you want to live. It's a huge missing piece, don't you think, Nicole? I do, and I think especially this day and age in our society, it's an important piece that's missing that we're not even aware of until I feel like we're awakened to the power of the feminine energy. Yeah, exactly, and that's what's kind of so cool. The ones that are awakened to the power of it, you know, feel that that drive to share it with others, yeah. which kind of funny. I use the word drive, which is totally masculine energy, but that <laughs> kind of goes to show, <laughs> like, we're conditioned as a society just to operate out of the masculine energy. So it's, it's, it's not talked about. It's not, um, it's not something that's, it's kind of looked at as the weak, the inferior, which is so incredibly wrong. It's not that one's better or worse or inferior or weaker or stronger. It, they're both um, an important aspect and we all carry both within us. It's just one's more dominant than the other. But the more you suppress your dominant energy, um, the more kind of out of the line you're going to feel. Yeah. I mean, you know, I completely agree with everything that you're saying. And um, I can't remember where I heard it. Um, but at one point I heard it described masculine, well, feminine energy as the idea and the desire and then masculine energy as the action to go forth with that desire. Totally. And you need both, right? Yeah, exactly. And not one is more important than the other. You just, they both have equal value. They're both equally as important. You need one to have the other. Precisely. So no shame with masculine energy, no shame with feminine energy. You need them both. Exactly. You need them both. And it's usually women have more dominance in feminine energy and men, but not always, you know, men and masculine, but it's not always that way. Sometimes men are more dominant in the feminine and sometimes women are more dominant in the masculine. Um, however, most women nowadays are dominant in their masculine, like I said, because that's kind of what we're taught. It's that drive, it's that push, it's the um, it's the action, like you were saying, the keep moving forward, more the aggressive one. Yes. And just the feminine is just that being present, that free, that wild, 
the ideas, the creative, the flow, which I think, I mean, listeners, if you could agree with this, like, let us know where you just have that desire to be that, even though maybe you don't live it, maybe you think you don't have time, or maybe life got too busy, or um, it just doesn't feel right, but you just have that desire to be in the moment and just flow, you know, just to let out that creative self. Yeah, and I know that for me, when I became a mother for the second time with Emmett, it felt so far away, and I truly didn't know who I was at all, that talking about feminine energy at that point in time was just like mind-boggling because I had no idea who I was. I had lost myself in motherhood. So for me to even truly connect to that um, was hard because I had to really put forth my best effort to figure out who I was. And a big part of that was connecting to my feminine energy, of course, to my power. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's a lot, I hear that with a lot of women who who say, and this was me for so long too, and I'm still searching. Um, I don't know who I am. Like who, who am I? I lost my sense of identity. What makes me tick? Um, I'm not a mother. Um, I'm a cat mom, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not a mother. Um, but even so I still had those, those feelings of who am I? I kind of lost myself somewhere down the line. And it was, it really truly was when I started to harness my own feminine energy and in the correct way, I, that's something I want to discuss too. I, I have found incorrect ways <laughs> to do it. Um, that made me start to feel whole, like I'm really tapping into who I am. And that made me feel powerful and able to stand up and speak my voice and not care what other people thought about it. Cause just being true to myself. Well, and I think that's a big key right there is that as women, we are conditioned to care for others. We're the caregivers, right? And so we have been conditioned to, in my opinion, find our happiness in caring for others and putting others before ourselves. So yeah, we're all walking around, I think a majority of us, lost, not knowing who we are because for so long, our identity has been to take care of others. So it's no wonder that many of us have no idea what brings us pleasure what our desires are, what lights us up on the inside, because we've been so busy taking care of everyone else. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it keeps us in the cycle of because you don't feel fulfilled, you feel something is missing. So you keep trying to find it externally, whether it be through a guy, whether it be through weight loss, whether it be through food or gambling, or, you you know, just anything that feels like it's filling that void Mm -hmm. that's there. And we don't know that it is tuning on the tuning into ourselves, but also tuning into our own feminine energy, which is a huge, big piece. So, Nicole, I would love to hear how did you discover feminine energy for yourself? Gosh, such a loaded question. So many. So um, what I'm going to go with is truly starting, I started to connect to my desires and my passions, and I literally had to throw it all the way back to my childhood and ask myself, like, what did I want to do when I was a child? What did I think, you know, would bring me happiness and joy as a grown-up? So I really started back there and started doing things that made me happy. And I think that the interesting part in regards to going back to your childhood is I would start doing things like twirling, dancing again, um, blowing bubbles. Oh my gosh, I love blowing bubbles. 
doing <laughs> some little like hula hoops or um, jump roping, like little things that kids do. Now, obviously that's really easy for me because I have all that stuff laying around right now because I have a two and a half year old and an almost five year old, but I really literally focused on bringing joy into my life. And that kind of unlocked it all for me. That was exactly what finally clicked and made um, some sense. Yeah. I think you touched on a big part, playful. Like, well, two parts, playful and pleasure. Those are two things that I think women specifically suppress in their own lives because, well, pleasure, it's like, how can can I enjoy something? I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it, you know, kind of idea. And then, yeah, playful is like, is that appropriate? Am I doing it correctly? It's like we overanalyze the shit out of it. Oh, and, you're so right. And, and totally, I'm probably going to swear in this podcast, just FYI. That's but, okay. I need to get used to <laughs> But um, being playful, like we forgot how enjoyable. Did you see art of play? Like it, it's just being a child again, and it's so, totally okay. Let that inner child out. Yes. And you know what? That's being present. That's letting go of the past and that's letting go of the worry of the future. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. That's Yeah. Well, I'll say, so I've heard the term feminine energy for a while now. However, I didn't really give it much attention because for when I was going through school, through college, I was really, I was more focused on studying women's studies. I mean, that wasn't my degree or anything, but those were the angles that I took at my degrees were women's studies, feminism, the media representations of women. So it all came from like a feminist standpoint, which is still from a masculine coming out of a masculine energy. So it it was, you know, rejecting what the social norms are for women, what were created. However, it wasn't talking about, but it was okay to actually be feminine. Mm. It was more like, how do you get ahead by being one of the guys, essentially? You're so right. And you know what? I've never told you this before, but my, um, in college, my minor was women's studies as well. So that's something else we have in common. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it wasn't an actual, like, in the school I went to, they didn't have a women's studies program because they said it was basically it was woven into all the degrees because of the school I went to. It was so focused on women's studies Ooh, that awesome. it was kind of, yeah, it was an amazing school that I went to. So it was, we got that no matter what degree that, well, for the most part, what degree is usually the social sciences. I mean, I don't know how much the um, like math department did. <laughs> I wasn't in that. Um, but yeah, I really started to give attention to what feminine energy actually was like really learned about it when I started looking into dating mm-hmm. and I discovered um, what feminine energy was and how that can help you in the dating world. And the interesting thing was, is I saw myself and other people looking at it as a way to find something external to make them feel good. So it was still, well, I'm going to tap into my feminine energy for somebody else so I can get something out of it which is like you see yeah well we miss it because it's not about somebody else it's about you it's tapping into your true nature so whether you're doing it because you could totally I want to talk about this in the future using feminine energy for weight loss and health but it's it's important for all aspects of your life 
But the thing is, if you constantly have a focus on doing it for somebody else, for some kind of external um, search for something, you're still not going to get it because it has to do with how you feel on the inside for yourself and just only you. And then that's going to just influence everything around you. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. Totally. Yeah. So that, that's when I started really, I mean, I dived into it on the dating side, but I was like, okay, this is where I'm seeing the issue is going here. So then looking at it more from myself and that's when it clicked. Then that's when I just really was like, this is who I am and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, you know, the more feminine than I ever thought I was. I always grew up kind of the town boy and I was, but I think a lot of the tomboy was, you know, what you're conditioned to do, what you think is okay. You want to be one of the guys. So you're cool. <laughs> when I was younger. Uh-huh. No, I was the same way when I was younger. And um, to back up just a second, I think that that energy that you start to harness, that feminine energy, that pleasure, the joy, it truly radiates and it really shines from women. Um, I'm sure that many of us have walked into a room or somebody else walks into a room and you just look at a woman like she's just radiating this inner beauty, like she's some goddess that has just stepped out from the heavens and down into the earth, you know? So that's like the glow that I really try to feel on a daily basis, but also notice the most. That's what I associate the most with feminine energy. And I could see how that's super powerful for dating. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you're just, well, that it's magnetic, you know, it's Mm going to attract that, that other type of energy. So it's the yin and yang. So if you're, you're, um, harnessing your feminine energy and radiating that, that's going to attract that masculine energy, you know, but to not take this to a dating (laughs) episode, but yeah, when you see that person walk in the room and they just, there's just something about them, you know, and you can't help but feel their presence. Yes. And they're self-assured is another huge thing that I feel is important with feminine energy. You know, that self-assurance and confidence is huge. For sure. And yeah, it's not about being perfect, looking perfect, achieving all these things. It's just about being comfortable and tapping into who you truly are and just radiating that, living that unapologetically. You know, um, it's, it's, it's in January of 2018. And so I just went out for New Year's with my husband and I think I might have wrote this to you in my my Facebook message, but you guys, I was sending Sherry like pictures of the dresses that I was trying on, and then I was yes. like, crap, I have to go get heels, and then I thought, <laughs> but I could just buy these red Converse's, <laughs> and they would be really freaking awesome, and then, so like I literally, I honestly considered buying the red Converse's, you guys, which I think I should still go buy the red Converse's, but that's totally a different story, um, but I thought like, <laughs> I could rock those red converses and really totally have fun that night. But I did end up getting heels because it was a sequin dress and it was really cute to have heels on again and feel like in an energy of being a woman and being a flirtatious and sexy with black heels on that I haven't worn for five years. (laughs) Uh, How'd that go? Were you able to walk? Um, not so much. The, the, so (laughs) At, the, at midnight, there were fireworks outside of the hotel, and it had started raining, and I knew that, but I just took my shoes off anyways, and I had on tights, you guys, and let me tell you how cold that water was when my feet touched that water. It was so, <laughs> so then I had to put my shoes back on, and my feet were killing me. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, I know. It's I saw that track. Two days. 
it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. And you looked amazing in it. Oh, thank you. But it was totally worth wearing the heels for that one night. I have to, I have yeah. to get myself back into the, into the heel wearing. <laughs> oh, I, I totally understand that struggle because I haven't worn heels in years. But when you do on those special occasions, it's. Yeah, it's totally fun, right? But then, like, at the same point in time, I'm like, you know what? I can totally wear a nice dress and rock, rock some red converses because that makes me happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. When it comes to feminine energy, it's not like this, you have to wear this type of dress or this type of thing. It, it's whatever speaks to you, whatever makes you feel feminine and in the flow and in the moment. So, yes. you, you know, it doesn't mean you have to wear, like, this fluffy floral dress however if that's your thing awesome if that's what makes you feel feminine for sure go for it but if it's not it's not like you have to force yourself into something like that's just stereotypically feminine it can be whatever it is for you that makes you feel feminine so that's something to note yeah, like it goes back to the same thing that I say all the time it's just doing what makes you happy like every single moment yeah. that's being in the flow you know what's so funny is these things, it's such a simple concept. It's just what comes natural. But we, <laughs> we complicate everything. So. Yes, because if you would have told me this two years ago, first of all, I would have been really pissed off. And second of all, I just would not have believed it because I didn't want to take the responsibility for my own happiness, obviously. But also, oh, I just sure. believe in myself to actually have that power. Absolutely. I'm with you there. Couldn't agree more. Well, what else about feminine energy? Anything else you feel like you want to cover in this topic? Hmm, let's see. Uh, I think this is good for an intro. I do look forward to doing some topics on I, um, bringing in some love coaches on feminine energy, talking about health and feminine energy. I mean, really digging in on the happiness and spirituality of feminine energy. I mean, I mean, this topic is going to come up, of course, throughout this podcast because it's our main concept. Exactly. And there's so many subtopics in this topic, like you're just saying, that it can go on and on and on forever. And clearly, Sherry and I like talking about it. So. <laughs> oh, right, right. If you just get us going, we could just, <laughs> just keep going, keep going. Because there's, as you see, so many different pieces to it, which we're going to get. But we just wanted to give you guys a really good intro to what it is. Um, why it's beneficial, tapping into your true self, uh, letting yourself go, you know, just letting yourself release and that it's such an amazing feeling. Um, learning how to do it, like, like we said, it's simple, but because we overcomplicate everything, it's difficult to do the simple. But um, we'll help out with strategies on how to do that and, and um, be able to tap into your feminine energy. And if you're already in it, we'd love to hear from you guys how it changed your life and, and um, how, how different things are for you now than they were before. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely write us if you have that. Yes, please do so. Um, we did just create an email. So we are at projectgoddesspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we also just made our Facebook group. So we're also in Facebook, Project Goddess Podcast. Um, and our Instagram handle is also the same. So pretty much Project Goddess Podcast everywhere. Um, Sherry, if they want to get a hold of you specifically, where can they find you? Yeah, you could um, email me if you want at coachsherryjames at gmail.com. Or you could find me at the Healthy Soulful Badass Facebook group or Instagram, Healthy Soulful Badass. How about you, Nicole? 
Um, first of all, I just love your Facebook group because I love your prompts and what you say and how you engage that group of women. You have me thinking all the time. So I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I thank totally you. Love it. Yes. Um, okay. So mostly I'm in Facebook. I'm trying to up my Instagram game, you guys, but I'm just so totally a Facebook group person. So I'm at Simple Support for the Heart Centered Goddess on Facebook. Yes. Awesome. Reach out to us if you want to get a hold of us. Definitely join our, our group. Um, we're going to have some prompts in there. It's a good time in there. But thanks for listening, you guys. And we will be back later. <laughs>